Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Starseed Radio Academy, empowering Starseed to better serve the planet. Welcome to Starseed Radio Academy. It's Tuesday, April 21st, 2015, and I'm your host, Arielle Taylor, with my co-hosts, Lavendar and Anastasia. Well, we have a double treat for you this evening. Our featured guest is Pamela Osley, whom you may have seen on The View or The Ricky Lake Show or heard her on Coast to Coast. She has her own radio show on KZSB in Santa Barbara, California. Pamela is an aura expert, an acclaimed psychic, as well as author, radio host, and speaker. She has a new book called Infinite You, The Journey to Your Greater Self and Beyond. She assists people in developing their latent gifts and explains the science behind it. Her website is lifecolorscity.com. That's life, L-I-F-E, colors, C-O-L-O-R-S, city, C-I-T-Y, lifecolorscity.com. And at the top of the show, it's the Starseed News with Anastasia, bringing topics of interest to Starseeds that you won't hear in the mainstream. And then right after the news, we're going to have a brief visit from Starseed author Judy Sibrian to introduce her new channeled book, Journey of the Self. And we would like to thank Claudia for hosting the switchboard this evening. We have an online Starseed community at starseedhotline.ning.com. And thanks to Tammy for her dedication to the forum. You can download our show podcasts on iTunes or right from our Blog Talk Radio episode page. Just look for the cloud with an arrow on it. The toll-free number for starseedhotline.com is 888-881-0881. The Stage 1 Starseed confirmations are based on Lavendar's discovery of star markings and your natal astrological chart, and the Stage 2 session is a one-on-one phone session available with Lavendar, Anastasia, or myself. Remote healing sessions for people and pets are also available with Tammy. And if you have a birthday coming up, don't miss out on your 10 hours of power. You can find out when that happens just by requesting your solar return timing. So first this evening, I would like to introduce Anastasia and the Starseed News. Good evening, Ariel. (coughs) Excuse me, and Starseed listeners, it's great to be with you. Can you hear me? Absolutely. Good. Oh, good, good. Well, it has been a very active week in the world. We're going to have to rush into news tonight (laughs) because we've got some wonderful guests. It's going to be a great program. But let's talk about the sun. We have some big solar activity going uh, on right now. You know, days and days of low solar activity have been followed by explosions that have commenced on both sides of the sun. Sunspot AR-2322, it's near the sun's western limb, has unleashed four M-class solar flares in the past 12 hours alone, while a magnetic filament rose up on the sun's eastern limb. 
As a consequence, NOAA forecasters estimate a 45 to 65 percent chance of polar geomagnetic storms during the next 12 to 36 hours. Now, a solar wind stream and a CME are expected to hit Earth's magnetic field in quick succession, sparking G1-class disturbances today and tomorrow. Wow. Well, yeah, Pluto, Charon, and a growing number of smaller moons are going to offer an unprecedented scientific opportunity as our first robotic explorer to the Kuiper Belt makes its historic flyby. NASA's New Horizons spacecraft is expected to make a historic flyby only 7,750 miles from the dwarf planet's surface. Now, in the meantime, we've been getting sharper and sharper images of the dwarf planet and its system of moons because of New Horizons. It has a compact, lightweight, powerfully equipped probe that packs the most advanced suite of cameras and spectrometers ever sent on a first reconnaissance mission. You can find photos of that on the Internet if you Google that. They're beautiful. And last night, oh boy, did you wake up last night dreaming about asteroids? <laughs> well, that might not be surprising because at around 4 a.m. Eastern Time last night, a 50-foot-wide asteroid hurtled just 0.2 lunar distances or 45,000 miles overhead in the skies above us. A very, very close flyby. Wow. It was discovered by the Mount Lemmon survey that's based in Tucson. Well, it caught that only on Saturday. Just Saturday is the earliest that they saw that coming. Uh, 2015, HD1 is its name, now on its way back out into space. But they said it was about as big as a full-grown T-Rex, though nearly not as scary since it safely missed Earth, but not by much, not by much indeed. Wow. Well, there's been a powerful earthquake that's hit Taiwan and Japan. <clears throat> Excuse me. A powerful uh, quake off Taiwan, off Taiwan set buildings shaking in the capital, Taipei, and sparked a short-lived tsunami warning in far uh, southwestern Japan. Now, Japanese forecasters had warned that the 6.6 magnitude earthquake might cause a tsunami as high as one meter, affecting several islands in the Okinawa chain, but they did lift the alert around an hour later. They did not record any abnormal waves. Big, big quake, 6.6. And in New South Wales, Australia, three people died as the Australian state of New South Wales was lashed by a once-in-a-decade storm on earlier today. Actually, it was, um, it was yesterday. It was their Tuesday, our Monday, their Tuesday. But it washed homes away. Thousands of people lost power, and there were sand drifts sweeping inland off Sydney's Bondi Beach. And the sea swells hampered shipping. Region around Australia's biggest city suffered its second day of gale force winds up to 83 miles per hour with torrential rain. Uh, the Australian Bureau of Meteorology said five inches of rain had fallen in Sydney in 24 hours, which was the city's wettest period since 2002. They've been having some really strange weather in New South Wales. Makes one wonder what's going on. Um, we went to talk about that in another Starseed News program. Um, interesting stuff going on down there. Well, remember the Siberian fires that I talked about last week on this show? Uh -huh. They were started in southeastern Siberia by farmers that were burning grass in their fields. 
but they say on April 14th, the flames got out of control because of strong winds and it spread rapidly throughout the entire region. Well, that lingering smoke from these wild, uh, widespread fires were picked up by atmospheric winds and carried the smoke from Siberia across the Pacific Ocean into the Pacific Northwest. They say that parts of Oregon, Washington, and British Columbia are seeing the results of the smoke through spectacular red sunsets. Isn't that something? All the way from Siberia. You know, it really reminds us that our jet stream, we all breathe the same air, by golly, by gosh. And so what was in Siberia is now over the Pacific Northwest, bringing beautiful sunsets. Well, there's a study out that mindfulness cognitive therapy works just as well as medication in treating treating chronic depression. Well, that's no surprise to us, but I wanted to share this story with you because it shows that this is becoming more widespread, recognized in the mainstream. Now, mindfulness-based cognitive therapy, they say, will be just as effective as antidepressants in helping people with chronic depression from relapsing. Now, scientists declared this on Tuesday. Of course, depression is one of the most common forms of mental illness, according to the psychiatric industry, affecting more than 350 million people worldwide. And they say it is ranked by the World Health Organization as being the leading cause of disability on a global scale. Now, they say treatment usually involves medication, psychotherapy, or a combination of both, yet many patients, of course, fail to get better and suffer recurring bouts of this illness. Well, mindfulness-based cognitive therapy, that's really hard to say. I'm just going to call it MBCT, was developed to help people by teaching them skills to recognize and respond constructively to thoughts and feelings associated with good stuff, and it aims to prevent a downward spiral within them. Well, there we go. Um, uh let's say, aware consciousness coming into the mainstream, teaching people that, yeah, there's other ways to handle things besides bad chemicals. Well, here's a story out of Detroit. Man, this is sort of sobering. A Detroit mother called the police. She was panicked that her nine-year-old son hadn't returned home after school. However, it turns out he had been arrested, and the police had neglected to tell her that. This woman's nine-year-old son went off to play with friends, and when he didn't return, the mother assumed the worst and reported him as missing. It wasn't until the next day that police took the time to inform her that her child wasn't missing. He was in police custody after being arrested for a home invasion. Now, the mother was further distressed to learn that her son had been arrested the very day that she reported him missing. Officers claimed they didn't have a way of contacting the mother, saying they didn't know her phone number and that they'd gone to the house, but she was not home at the time. However, that doesn't explain why they didn't tell her when she called them. She said, how could I not be notified until 24 hours later? There was no explanation, no information, no anything. She was worried sick. Turns out the charges for home invasion against the third grader got dropped as well. Ah, boy. Oh, wow. And uh, Bluebell Ice Cream. Bluebell Creameries is pulling all of its products from the shelves after more ice cream samples tested positive for a life-threatening bacterial infection. 
The voluntary decision, which was announced yesterday, is the latest and most sweeping development to plague the Texas business icon since a recall last month, which was, incidentally, the first recall in the company's 108-year history. This came after an enhanced sampling program that found half-gallon containers of chocolate chip cookie dough ice cream produced on March 17th and March 27th contained the Listeria bacteria. So there you go. If you've got Bluebell in your freezer, you might want to check that out. I'm going to throw it out. Oh, throw it out. Absolutely. Throw it out. Absolutely. It's got sugar anyway. (laughs) Okay. Well, there's something uh, new on the front. Uh, You know, we've probably all been familiar with the stories about the, uh, uh, published by the New York Times, the the revealing incident with uh, the tests that were done on um, supplements at Walmart, Target, Walgreens, and one other store. Don't have that paper in front of me. And they said that four out of five supplements tested did not have the claimed uh, herbal product inside the bottles. And so it's kind of raised a lot of ire against uh, vitamins and supplements. You know, just another sort of screen story. Who knows? Anyway, now it's about uh, homeopathic remedies. And since a lot of our starseed take homeopathy, I wanted to share this story with you. Um, So on Monday, homeopathy industry critics have argued that many consumers do not understand how homeopathy uh, differs from conventional medicines. Quote, stocking homeopathy homeopathic remedies labeled for specific symptoms or conditions alongside conventional over-the-counter drugs in the pharmacy or supermarket shelves is misleading, said a doctor who's an associate professor at Georgetown University Medical Center. She and other people want the FDA to require homeopathic remedies to undergo the same safety and effectiveness reviews as conventional drugs. But failing that, she said that the product should carry a disclaimer, warning that they have not been shown to treat or prevent any disease or condition. Yeah, mainstream is really Boy, after <laughs> non-pharmaceutical I'm, I'm, remedies. I'm, huh? I'm, like, I'm just bursting. It's like, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know, if it's, it's disturbing... going to work or it's not going to work, it's not going to hurt you. like <laughs> Exactly. Well, they're not going to tell us that, clearly. And to be interested to know what that doctor, where some of her money comes from, huh? Right. Who she might be funded by. That's right. Well, yeah. Uh, anyway, in Mexico, we've talked about this quite a bit. Uh, Mexico's Colima volcano has again erupted. It spewed a giant uh, three-and-a-half-kilometer-high column of ash. It rained down on a nearby city. The Jalisco State Civil Protection Agency said a moderate quantity of ash fell on a town in the western state of Colima where the volcano is located. There were no reports of damage or injuries in that city of 100,000 people, but officials are urging the population to use masks if they step outside of their houses and remove excess ash from rooftops so they do not collapse and cover water drains. So that old volcano was still a rumbling and a belching and a carrying on. And a lot of news going out there in the world at this time, just a lot happening. A lot on the political front that I'm just not really comfortable uh, covering on this show. It's just all a bunch of mud. But uh, we really are in shifting times, and we just really need to tap into consciousness, uh, stay close to spirit, and uh, keep on trucking. You know, there's a wonderful quote, speaking of volcanoes and uh, changes in the world, and this quote is by Cahil Gibran, one of my favorite writers. And he said, 
How can you expect to hold a flower in your hand when your heart is a volcano? So that's it for tonight. That, that bears some thinking, by the way. Yeah. Let's think about that. Yeah. Well, that's it for tonight's news, and we're looking forward to the show. It's going to be a great one. It sure and is. And I'll talk to all of you next week. And as always, from my heart to yours, beautiful starseed, I love you, and peace be with you. Peace, peace, peace. Thank you so much, Anastasia, for bringing us the starseed news. And I am going to uh, first get Lavendar online here. And we are having a, our, a little brief visit from Judy Sibrian about her new book, and then we will bring Pamela on. So um, let me get Judy's microphone open here, Lavendar, and you can take it away. Okay. Hey, Judy, welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you very much. You're so welcome. I'm very happy, very happy to be here. I appreciate the opportunity. Yeah. Well, thank you, Judith. And I love your book, Journey oh, of good. the Self, as Seen Through the Eyes of God. I would like to start out by saying that you've taken several trips to Peru, and why don't you just give us a little thumbnail sketch of how this all came about. Didn't it start with your uh, trips to Peru? Well, yes, some of it did. Um I think it was one of my second trips there that I was sitting down by the Urubamba River, which is a beautiful river there, and I was being talked to by a guide, and I just had the opportunity to take some dictation there. And it was really very um, very meaningful and deeply felt by me. Uh, when I returned... I was introduced to uh, the guide called Mother, and our experience together was pretty profound for me, and it was um, only for this book. So she came in to help me channel this book, and then she left. (laughs) So... um, uh, this book is very meaningful for me and hopefully for others who have the opportunity to read it. Now, didn't you have a lifetime with her that you shared in Persia? Yes, uh, we had a lifetime in Persia where she was, uh, I called her mother, but she wasn't actually my mother. I She told me that I was four years old and I was under her uh, tutelage. She was like a shaman, um, a sacred woman, and she taught me healing, and we stayed together for many, many, many years. In fact, in the book, I explain about uh, a temple that we had built on the land that assisted people to come um, and um, acquaint their vibrational frequency to the frequency of Earth. These were beings from um, other universes, other planets. Okay. I noticed that um, that on Amazon that you've had two really wonderful book reviews, and I just want to read a couple of statements that were uh, on Amazon about your book. Okay. Journey of the Self is Seen Through the Eyes of God is such a book, and even better, a fascinating read. If you're looking to expand the mind and break out of limited thinking, this book will certainly do it. It holds attention throughout the brief comments from the channeler, Judith, who further 
clarifies the information presented as she describes how she lived the teachings as they were given and continues to live them. Judith Channel teaches with a refreshingly deep sense of love and respect that touches the heart and opens the mind to infinite possibilities. I thought that was really, really a wonderful um, uh, way of expressing your book. Now, yeah. when you sent me this book before, what I did was I took it to Arkansas and I, I left it uh, there. So when I got ready to interview, I didn't have it here, so you sent me a, another one, which I, I thank you for it. But in Arkansas, what we do is we pass your book around. So uh-huh. your book is getting a, a lot of play at our Starseed Quest, and, and I wanted you to know that. Oh, good. Well, I'm very happy to hear that. So tell us more about your journey and the things that you have discovered after you wrote this book. You know, it really has been a journey of the self. It's assisted me to, um, well, I channeled this book and wrote this book over a six-month period. So while I was in that process, it was just kind of getting up at four in the morning, um, you know, taking down dictation, eating my breakfast, going to work. So I did that for six months. Um, 24-7. It's like seven days a week. And after I did that, it took me almost (laughs) six years before I was able to edit, put it together, and really cognize it. I think it took me that long to bring my consciousness up to the level where I was able to understand what was in this book because some of it I would just take the dictation down and I would say, Mother, I don't understand this at all. And she would say, well, of course not, because we're practicing. And you're practicing and we're starting to grow your consciousness. And so I found that to be the case. And um, she talks about time travel. She She uses the phrase, come forth into the act of being and believe in the self. And that really is the the crux of the whole book. And she tells you how to do that. And the process for me is so loving and so giving. And she's so positive and she gives you so much hope. She says we are all sparks from the divine and as perfected beings. And we have to remember that. And we're not dual beings. We're, we're true mind. We're true body. We're true self. We are all one. And I figured about halfway through the book, I thought, I said, Mother, it seems like you're telling me that everything that I think is dual, like two minds, uh, conscious and unconscious, you're telling me is only true mind, only one mind. And I said, you seem to be bringing me from out here to singularity, to my middle, to to one with a capital O. And so that, that for me was the process. And I see myself as a whole being. I'm still, of course, a work in progress. And One of the things that she said in this book that I found fascinating, and I really liked it, was uh, she talked about us being multidimensional beings, and she said that um, 
we can have many and varied varied experiences simultaneously or one right after the other as fully functioning adults without the birth to dying process. She said, you can choose what to experience, say humility. You want to have a scenario where you experience humility and learn from that. And she said, once you have learned from that and you've gained everything from that experience, then you're able to move on to the next. And she likened it to a school where you have many class periods and when the bell rings, you move on to another class and another experience. And I thought that was really <laughs> kind of a great way to move through a lot of things. Yes. Um, I, I especially love Chapter 14, The Soul Computer. Can you elaborate <laughs> a little bit about what she said about The Soul Computer? The Soul Computer. Um, well, let's see. That's on page 92. Uh-huh. Well, she said, um, deep in the soul of mankind there is a seed, a kernel, not yet ready to sprout. And this seed is the future time. Oh, I love that one, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's so much in this book that it's hard for me to to recall everything. But the the soul remembers everything. Yes, it ha we have soul records, and I call it the cosmic bank account. And when I do a chart and I see people's credits and debits, and and I realize that this is the way of of recording uh, and imprinting upon the soul, uh, the soul computer. When I read this, I went, "Oh yeah, this is <laughs> what we're doing." Yeah, what we're doing. Yeah. 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 Great. So it took you six years to put this together. Well, it did, and with the help of my friend, well, yeah, I'm I'm kind of a slow learner, so it took me. Um, I I picked it up and put it back, and picked it up and put it down, and and each each thing to me was like um, like a course of study. I mean, you can take each chapter anyway. I can take each chapter and. It really, you could go in depth and and study it, and really, there are so many layers. She talks about being able to see between the lines, to understand not only the words, but to understand between the lines what the frequency vibration of the words that fit together mean. And it's hard to explain something like that, but when you read certain sections of the book, they just come alive for you, and it's like an aha moment. Now I get it, like you said, with the soul computer. Right. Now that makes sense. Right. And and I noticed uh, that our friend Doreen uh, Owens, yes. she was she helped you edit this, and of course we we lost her through cancer uh, just yes. recently. Yeah, she was a pivotal part. In fact, I I I feel she's on every page of this book because we would sit together and go over each of the the messages and 
and the energy <laughs> when we were doing that, sometimes we would both just be fried because, I don't know, it was the energy of the working on the book and both of us together and Mother's presence, and and we would just have to crash. Well, um, that makes sense. You know, yeah. when when two or more come together, miracles happen. Of course, the two of you <laughs> with Mother, then that made a three-sister spin. So yeah. No wonder. <laughs> Yeah, we would uh, get kind of punch, <laughs> kind of punchy every once in a while. But um, yeah, I felt you know there were some things that I was so frustrated sometimes because when I was listening to her, I would be like off to the right. Uh, I, it's hard to explain. I mean, my body would be there with my fingers on the keys of the keyboard, but I was like off to my right and up a little bit. So I was understanding her message just so clearly, and and it was so beautiful. And then I would try to transcribe that into our limited vocabulary. Oh my gosh, it was it was very frustrating. And she told me just to get over myself, you know that that <laughs> this was yeah. She had quite a sense of humor. Um, yeah, she, in essence, she said, get over yourself. You know, it's the way that we you put the words on the page, the vibrational frequency um, that people will respond to. So so tell the audience how they can get your book and where can, oh, they, where can they find it. Uh, it's available online on Amazon and through Barnes & Noble and balboapress.com. And it's Journey of the Self as Seen Through the Eyes of God. Right. And the paperback book uh, has on the cover the Helix Nebula. Um, and that is a beautiful picture from um, the telescope, from the Hubble telescope that actually is called, they called the Eye of God. So I think the cover is really beautiful. But you can get it on your Kindle or your Nook or... Right. Whatever your iPad. Uh, well, I, yeah, I think that the it it does look like the eye of God on the front of the yeah, book. Yeah, yeah, I just love that picture. Yeah, I, and well, I, actually, uh, she I said journey of the self, and and mother said as seen through the eyes of God, and she knows she said you know what I mean by that, and I said yes, you mean through our eyes, and because she calls us divine. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much, Judith, for being on the show with us briefly tonight, and um, I certainly hold you in the highest regard, and I know that Doreen is on the other side probably extending her her help and love (laughs) to us even as we're talking right now. Yeah, thank you so much, uh, Lavendar Ariel, for uh, giving me this opportunity. I certainly hope that people uh, will enjoy this book. Oh, I hope so, too. Okay. Thank you, honey. And uh-huh. back to you, Ariel. Bye-bye. Okay, thanks, Judy. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Okay, so we have Pamela on the switchboard. I just need to scroll down here. There you are. <laughs> Hi, Pamela. Welcome to Starseed Radio Academy. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I like your last speaker a lot. That's so cool. I love the messages that came through. Oh. Well, hello, Pamela. I um uh, 
I've been looking over your uh, your history and all of you've just done so much, and you have your own radio show now in Santa Barbara. Is that right? I do. It's a radio show based in Santa Barbara, but we're also simulcast live on the web, so people can listen anywhere in the world. So, do you um, just have this, the subject matters of metaphysics, or do you have other? I mean, what kind of show is it? Oh, well, yeah, mostly it's it's inspirational, empowering, it's metaphysics, it's spiritual. We have quantum physicists on. We've had everything from Caesar Milan, the dog whisperer, on to Kenny Loggins, rock and roll musician. But it's always about inspiring and, and helping people live better lives. So its majority is metaphysical. Oh, that's great. Well, let's talk a little bit about your book, the book, Infinite You, A Journey to Your Greater Self and Beyond. Tell us what this book is about and how did it come about? Well, basically, um, I believe, just like the last person that talked, is that we're in a consciousness evolution, we're evolving, and the fact that I can't, there's so many people, so many of us now waking up with these amazing abilities, this higher level consciousness, the fact that I can do, I don't even know what word to use anymore, psychic seems so old now, psychic, telepathy, I can um, create things with my mind, I've bent spoons with my mind, I've changed the weather, fact that I can go in and out of parallel universes to change my life, talk to people on the other side, um, see people in other dimensions, but also um, other eras, you know, past lives, other lives, whatever you want to call them. The fact that I and thousands of other people on the planet can do these things now, number one, shows that there's more to us than we've been taught. And if we can do it, that means all of humanity, all of us can do it. And when I do it, it's like it raises the, it's like I have more compassion, more joy, more love, more freedom. And so what I do in this book is I show people all these different um, aspects that are real and how they improve our lives. I show people how I've done it, teach uh, people how they can do it. I use examples of how I've done it. I show the science behind it, the quantum physics behind it, and the spirituality behind it, just to basically expand our world, expand our consciousness and help us live as infinite beings, not in and what your last speaker said, multidimensional beings, not just the three-dimensional limited uh, victim beings that we've been trained to believe in. I, I know that you mentioned something about bending spoons uh, with the power of your mind. I remember when Yuri Geller did that many, many years ago, and I haven't uh-huh. heard about that since. So when you brought it up, I thought, oh, I haven't thought about that in a long time. So well, and you tell know, us a little tri- bit more about how you do that. Well, the trippy part is uh, we got taught. I went to a class at this consciousness conference, and it was taught to us by an aerospace engineer. Okay, it's like really practical left brain person. But he told us how um, everything is energy, that there's nothing solid to matter. And when we really get that, um, we can do anything. So we can, you know, create anything out of, into matter just out of pure energy. So it was so funny what he did. There are a lot of us in the room, and we're supposed to hold the spoon um, with the, the tip of our fingers, right, and just ask it to bend and imagine it bending and see it bending and telling it to bend. And it was funny because all of us in the room were like, okay, bend, 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 and nothing was happening. So I, I, I swear it must have been 20 minutes later. Finally, this woman in the back of the room yells out, and we turn around and look, and her spoon is falling over. It's bending in two without her touching it. We went, oh, my gosh, as soon as we saw that happening, a lot of our spoons went, too. It was like, it's almost like, I hate to say it, it's almost like we had to see it to believe it. 
It's like, oh my gosh. And I, I bent five different spoons and forks. And one of them, we were told to hold it until it felt like it was a soft liquid, like see it turning into this liquid. And as I was holding it, you guys, this was so weird. It was one of the most interesting experiences of my life. As I was holding this very solid silver spoon, I actually felt it turn like it felt like this gel. It turned into a like a liquid gel. And I felt myself starting to bend it, the, the, the bowl of the spoon. And as I was bending it, I freaked out and went, oh, my gosh, I'm wrecking the spoon. And it froze in my hand. It became solid, stiff, solid again. And I went, oh, it was so weird to feel the substance change right in my hand. But I have that. I still have all those spoons. Oh, my goodness. That's, that's remarkable. I know that in your book you talk about parallel universes. And can you tell us what science says about them and what you say about them and how it Yes. Goes? Now, if people want to know the science behind it, they can go research the double slit experiment because this is how they, they actually have evidence that there are parallel universes, that there are a multiverse, and they have evidence. They talk about it. Stephen Hawking talks about it. David Deutsch, who's my favorite, he's not spiritual or metaphysical, but he talks a lot about how they have scientific evidence that parallel universes or multiverses exist. And the ones, the ones that I talk is just different versions of it. What they're saying is there are different versions of you as close to you as your breath. Um, and that they're all having a unique life of their own. And the way I like to explain it so that people understand it, it's like radio stations or radio waves. So right now where you are in your room, there are at least 10 different radio stations that are broadcasting different shows, and you're not aware of them because you're not tuned into them. But if you go to a radio receiver, a tuner, and you tune it to, let's say, 101.7, you're going to pick up the show that's coming off of 101.7 because you've uh, tuned into that frequency. So you'll hear the music or the talk, and that becomes part of your reality. Now, if you adjust the dial or push the button and you go to, say, 99.9, now all of a sudden that station, you're aligned with that frequency, that vibration, that station becomes part of your reality. You hear the music or the talk that's coming out of that. Now, 101.7, that frequency is still around you. It's still in the atmosphere around you, but it's not part of your reality anymore because you're not tuned into it. Your vibration is not at that set to that frequency anymore. This is the same way that parallel universes work. So this is how trippy this is, and you guys, this sounds so science fiction, but remember a lot of things that used to be called science fiction are now science fact fact that we can do flight, that we can go to the moon, that we have cell phones and satellites and television and all of that used to be considered science fiction before. Now we just take it for granted. So what they're basically saying is you can be walking down the street, maybe headed for a meeting, and you have the thought to go into a store and go buy like a cup of coffee or something. And the other, another you goes, no, 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 I have to get to this meeting. So you keep going forward to the meeting, but there's an actual you. Since we're infinite beings, there is a part of your spirit that split off and went into that coffee shop to buy coffee, and then you went on to your meeting. But that you is having an entirely different experience than you, has a completely different life from you. But we don't know that because we're not tuned into it. We think there's only one reality, one stream of consciousness, and we're following that. 
So that means there's a you that maybe married somebody you knew from high school or a you that had children that you don't have in this lifetime or a you that got divorced in this lifetime that didn't get divorced in another one. There's another universe where Germany won the war. Do you see? It's like all of these coexist simultaneously in parallel universes that are taking, that are in the same space as we're operating in, just like the radio waves are in the same space as you're in, but you're not tuned into them, so you don't know that they're real. Wow, that's a mind bender. <laughs> Isn't that trippy? Well, but the cool thing is, is I've used it to change my life. People use it to heal their bodies. People use it to change their finances. I've used it to create love in my life, and it actually works, and it's so bizarre. So anytime we discover that there's something more that we're really capable of doing it's all meant to give us more freedom and more joy in our lives just like flight now you know we don't have to go across the country in a covered wagon drawn by horses now that we know the principle of aerodynamics we actually have more freedom once people really get the science the quantum physics behind parallel universes it gives us more freedom and it makes it easier to change our lives instead of like, oh, I have to overcome, that I'm in debt, I have to go work really hard. I have to, it's like, no, all you have to do is step into a different universe and it shows up instantly different. But it all relates to your beliefs, your emotional frequency. That's how we change our vibration. That's how we change our frequency and end up in a different universe is our thoughts, our beliefs, and our emotional frequency. So can you give us a story about something that, you, that you've that you used to change uh, with these parallel universes? Give us a, can, a nice story about something you've done. I can give you a very dramatic, obvious story to show you how this works. So years ago, I fell in love with this guy, just head over heels. I went, oh, that's my soulmate. I have to be with him. Well, he wanted to have nothing to do with me. He wasn't interested. He said, you're a blonde. I don't like blondes. I'm not interested in you. And so... You know, I was like heartbroken. Oh, my gosh, how could I be in love with this guy? And he doesn't want to. So he actually um, one day said, look, I am moving. I live in California, right, in Santa Barbara. I talked to him one day, and he goes, no, I'm moving to the East Coast to be in a band. I don't ever want to talk to you again. I'm not interested. Leave me alone. He went to the East Coast. Of course, I was heartbroken. And then I started learning about parallel universes. Now, remember, this is not about controlling, manipulating. This is about me changing my beliefs about what was happening to go into a different universe. So what I did is one day I sat out on my deck, and I meditated and saw that I was in, we'll call it universe number one, I was in universe number one where I felt unlovable, I had self-worth issues, and in that universe is the one that this guy was rejecting me. So I went, well, if infinite number of universes, infinite possibilities exist, there is a universe where we're together, where he's in love with me, we're a couple, everything's awesome. So I envisioned going through different universes, I imagined stepping through I imagine stepping through a membrane, but people can do it through curtains or, you know, whatever works for them, walking through a doorway. I imagine stepping through membranes where I walked into, I walked into Universe 2, and I went, well, in Universe 2, he's still on the East Coast, he's playing with this band, he's got some girlfriend, I don't, I feel guilty taking him away from that, so obviously that's not the right universe. So I kept going into different ones, I got to Universe number 5, and I went, well, in universe number five, 
um, he's missing me. He wants to come back to me. And in that universe, I actually saw him. And I hadn't talked to him for two years, by the way. It had been two years when I finally discovered parallel universe ideas. It had been two years since I had talked to him. When I went into Universe 5, I saw him giving notice to the band he was in because he didn't want to do it anymore, breaking up with whatever girl he was with at the time. He was going to go to Iowa to see his meditating friends. Then he was going to go to Los Angeles to see his rock and roll friends. And then he was coming back to Santa Barbara to be with me because he realized he was in love with me. And I went, oh, my gosh. It's like, you guys, it felt real to me. I could feel it. I could sense it. I saw the grass. I saw the band. I saw him. I actually felt myself and knew I was in that universe. So two weeks after that, I found out where he was. I called him. And again, this is not stalking. If I was in a universe where he loved me, it wasn't stalking. I called him up because we were we were connected. I called him up and I said, so how's your life? And he said, well, two weeks ago, I gave notice to the band. I was seeing this girl. We decided it wasn't compatible. I'm going to Iowa. I'm going to Los Angeles to see my friends. And I'm coming back to California. We have now been hanging together for 32 years. Wow. That is a dramatic. Now, here's the weird thing, because some people could go, well, you stalked him. And I go, no, I didn't. I went into a different universe. Now, watch this. In universe number one, all my girlfriends were complaining they were lonely. There was no good men out there. They all wanted to be married. They wanted to be in a relationship. They were miserable. As soon as I went into universe five, I'm not kidding you, you guys, All of my girlfriends were either in relationship, engaged, or they were actually married. And I went, oh, and I wanted to walk up to every single one of them going, you know, in another universe, you're actually lonely and complaining about it. But I figured 32 years ago, they'd all think I was crazy. So I didn't say anything. But now I finally wrote about it in in this book now, Infinite You. Oh, that is, that's amazing. Isn't that, it's a dramatic story, but it's, it's real. (laughs) <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So does he still play music? Yes, he does. He still <laughs> plays music after all these years, but he's in a band that travels around the country. Um, you know, so, yes, he's still playing music, but he's with a big band. Yeah, okay. He's with a, he's with a big popular band. <laughs> so can you give us another I love these stories. Can you give us another story about, about parallel universes and, 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 and how it works? Well, I can tell you um, I've healed my body doing that, and I've I've seen people that have healed themselves of cancer. That's, you know, um, uh, what do I want to call it, the the remission. When people go into spontaneous remission, what I know is they've gone into a different universe. I can tell you a story of how I use the the power of my consciousness as well as knowing I was stepping into a different universe because they're all connected. Um, I went to Hawaii once. I hadn't had a vacation for a really long time. Flew to Hawaii, and as we're um, getting off the plane, the pilot said, well, the weather in Hawaii is such and such, and it's going to be pouring rain for the next week. And I went, oh, no, 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 not a no, not on my vacation. I'm not coming all the way to Maui and having it pouring rain. So that night when I went to bed, I stepped into a universe. I envisioned myself in a universe where there's blue sky. It was sunny. It was warm. It was going to be perfect weather the whole week I was there. So the next morning I wake up, blue sky. And I went, yay. I grab my towel. I go out onto this. I was staying in a condo complex that had a private beach, but it was a small beach. 
I went out onto the beach with my towel, laid it out, and you guys, about, I'm going to say within one to two hours, all these people started coming through the bushes on this private little beach to come onto my beach. I'm like, hey, what's going on here? And this newlywed couple came up to me and started talking to me, and they said, you know, we have driven around this entire island, and it is raining everywhere but on this beach. I went, really? And they looked up and they said, well, we're so shocked because we look up and all we see is blue sky. But I'm telling you, we've been on this entire island and it's pouring rain everywhere but here. Wow. Do you see, we are so capable of doing, you know, what a long time ago would have been called magic. And magic is just things we don't understand. Flight would have considered been considered magic, you know, centuries ago, right? Right. <clears throat> but... These are things that we as infinite beings, as divine sparks, as these amazing beings are capable of doing, but nobody knows we do this. So do you see how many people are out there unhappy, they're stuck in jobs they hate, they're lonely because they can't find love? And so one of my missions is to show people the reality, and there's quantum physics behind this. This is not just some woo-woo. Like, look, you guys, if you just pray hard enough, it'll happen. I mean, there's spirituality, and physics behind it. I believe that spiritual mystic teachers have been teaching us this for centuries, and we haven't gotten it. I mean, there's a great teacher, without getting religious on anybody, a great teacher back when that was turning water into wine, walking on water, calming storms, raising people from the dead, healing the lame and the, and the sick. I go, I think he was teaching us something about what was possible because he actually said the things you see me doing, you will do also and even greater things. And I go, is anybody listening to that? Is anybody actually hearing how profound that message was? Yeah, you're right. So what do you see in the future of our of our planet, our country, and, and how do parallel universes uh, affect our future? Well, that's I love that question. Thank you so much for asking that um, because – Um, You know, when people see things falling apart, whatever, and I go, well, there's lots of different parallel universes out there. So basically, people are going to end up on the planet with the results and the outcome that they believe in. That's why I encourage people to, like, if you align with a, a planet that is alive and healthy and we have enough water and we have enough food for everybody and we've got peace on the planet, if people could actually believe that's real that universe, that reality actually exists. For people that believe, you know, that the world was going to be destroyed by an atom bomb, they probably experienced that universe. Again, I know this sounds like um, science fiction, but when physics are saying that's real, I happen to believe that we're waking up. I happen to believe that I'm seeing profound positive changes. And, you know, going through the birth canal, we can have birth pangs. (laughs) You know, it's like, oh, now we're going through another um, contraction. So I'm experiencing those things in the change, mostly because I'm needing to let go of the old versions of reality, the old concepts that says this is reality and you have to work hard and life is about struggle and suffering. Letting go of that and allowing us to step into the frequency and vibration where it's easy and it's magical and there's peace and love and whatever. Yeah, and if there are pe- I believe that exists. And if people believe, well, Earth's a, a school here and it's hard and you've got to learn your lessons and it's about suffering and then once you are done suffering, you get to go back to heaven and everything's peace and wonderful, I go, well, I hear that they said that um, 
you know, Christ basically said, heaven is among you. Heaven's right here. It's like heaven's right here. Hell is right here. Not that I believe in a hell, right? So it's all right here. It depends on what we believe in. Yes, I agree. Have you run run into some very awake children? Have you run into these indigos and these Christian children in, in in your research? Yes, yes. As a matter of fact, this is cool. I actually had a psychiatrist, a Harvard-based, um, she works at either John Hopkins University and she was and she was trained in Harvard University, a psychiatrist. She's doing studies on autistic children. What we also, a lot of autistic children are actually indigos, by the way. They're being qualified or classified as autistic. She's doing research on them as a psychiatrist. And she actually said, you know what, I've discovered the reason some of these kids are not communicating or not talking is because they're all telepathic. They're all psychic. They're all telepathic. Um, yes, I'm running into this a lot. And what's cool to me is finding people that are medically based or scientifically based that are doing research and finding the same thing. So do you think so, these kids are going in and out of different universes? Probably. They're they probably doing the that. Yeah, they, you know, some of them, some of them are just, you know, when you, when you're psychic, um, that means you're being able to see past, present, and future at the same time. When you're telepathic, that means you can do what uh, quantum physics is calling um, um, non-local mind or entanglement. All of these are physics-based, and these kids understand that they don't have to call it scientific anything. Although a lot of them understand the science of it. So, do I believe they're doing it? Absolutely. They, it's just part of their nature. Being telepathic, being psychic, being able to um, move things with their mind or create matter out of energy, um, being able to go in and out of parallel universes, being able to see energy fields. I mean, I see auras. I sense auras. They see the same thing. It's like, do you understand? There's this whole new consciousness showing up on the particular universe and planet I'm on, by the way, which right now we're all intersection. You're, you're on the same frequency as I am right now. So I'm sure it's happening in your world, too. So I want to talk to you a little bit about this electromagnetic field that we're all so uh, familiar with, the the art. I know that years ago when when Krillin photography came out and I had my picture taken, I was so taken with with, uh, seeing that. I haven't seen one of those cameras in a long time. Have you? Do they still do that? Yes. um, There's a lot of them still out there. Here's the funny thing. There's a lot of people, and especially kids, that can see auras or energy fields. And by the way, I like to explain to people, even if they, if everyone can't see it, we all feel it. That's why you can meet somebody for the first time and instantly feel comfortable or like their energy and other people you don't want to be around, you want to pull away from. You're feeling their energy field. You're feeling their aura. So a lot of kids are seeing them, and a lot of people and children see the same colors in the aura, and a lot of people see different colors. So it's not like somebody's right and somebody's wrong. We're just having different experiences of these energy fields, just like we all experience taste differently. Because there are people that like like Brussels sprouts. I know they're not tasting what I'm tasting, okay? So we experience our senses differently. So the cameras, what I've noticed, a lot of those cameras, they measure the emotional frequency of the person usually that time, at that time. And so if you go back days later, the colors may be different. What yeah, I, see. I, I noticed that when we did it, I think we did it every day for about seven days. We had the, the, the camera with us, and they were all different. They weren't yes. the same. 
Yes, because those ca- those cameras major measure the emotional frequency or the emotional energy around you at on that day at that time. Now, what I see and a lot of other people see are what I call the life colors. Those are the the there's one or two bands of colors that are around you all the time that to me show your personality, the theme you've chosen for this lifetime, careers you're going to be drawn to, relationship compatibility, potential health issues. The different colors reveal different personalities, just like um, astrology does. Okay. Now, the outer bands in the aura, the, the ones I see, the outer bands in the aura, because most people have about six feet of bands out from them. Some people have huge auras. Some people have tighter ones that they keep close to their bodies. The outer bands in the aura change all the time according to what's going on with the person at the time. So, for example, if somebody's really angry, I see a lot of red flaring up. Um, But once they're not angry anymore, that red can go away. That's different than a person's red life color. A red aura color personality are people like Madonna and Lady Gaga, Russell Crowe, Sean Penn. They're very sexual, very strong-willed, very hot-tempered, very physical. It's all about being in a physical body and experiencing that in this lifetime. That's different than a blue who are very spiritual and they're, they're very emotional. They're teachers and counselors and nurses. They want to help people. Or violets, who, and you've got a lot of violet in your aura, by the way, too. Violets are global teachers. They're the leaders and visionaries. They see things way ahead of other people. They're old souls. They see things. They, they want to help transform the consciousness of the planet. And they need to reach the masses where blues are like one-on-one teacher, you know, counselors. They, they, they want to help people one-on-one, and it's all about love and home and relationships. Violets have a big mission here. They have to make a huge difference on the planet. So that's a different type of personality than, say, a red or a yellow that's a big kid at heart. They want to play. They want to be creative. They want to have fun here. That's different than that passionate, intense, powerful leadership visionary of a violet. How about green? What does green say? Greens are, now, if you see green, it may be different than the green that I see, because I know green is used a lot in, in healing work, and so a lot of healers think, you know, say that they see green. But when I see green personalities, greens are the type A workaholic business people on the planet. They're very driven to accomplish, but like Barbara Walters has a lot of green. Bill Gates has a lot of green. Donald Trump has a lot of green. Do you understand? They're very... Um, practical mental business but they're driven to accomplish and it's very much about work and business but that may be different than the green you see that you might see as a healer you know years ago i mean many 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 years ago i was i was hired in a courtroom a situation to um help determine if the witness was lying (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) that shared in my life I would see chartreuse green flash from the top of their head if they lied. <laughs> ah, see? See, yeah. so you're seeing the, yeah, so you see it differently. But see, violets, you violets are, you violets are very psychic. They just see things. You guys can read people like crazy. Blues, violets, and indigos are all very psychic. Yeah. Um, so violets just, you guys can read things, and violets are great. Violets usually either get involved in teaching or psychology, they're therapists, or they get involved in the media. They're performers, speakers, um, you know, uh, musicians. Uh, Oprah's got a lot of violet. 
Um, Spielberg and George Lucas have a lot of Violet. Um, they, they need to reach masses, so they get into the media a lot. Or they get involved in politics, law, or causes. They need to make a difference with humanity. You, violets are here to shift the consciousness of the planet, to wake people up and to get them to improve the quality of life here, but to get people to wake up. Since you live in Santa Barbara, do you ever run into Oprah there? You, uh, you know what? A lot of people do. A lot of my clients are good friends with Oprah. I mean, she's right there. I mean, it's like at some point I feel like I will meet her. But, you know, we each have our own mission to do. But so many of my friends go, oh, yeah, she came into the, the coffee shop I was in the other day. Or I saw her jogging the other day right in my neighborhood. So she's, she's out and about. So are, so are are your town secure with water, or are you, are you suffering like the rest of the people in California? Well, let's put it this way. My What I do, like on Facebook, we have this whole campaign of people visualizing rain here. You see how I brought sun to Hawaii? I go, okay, team, we're going to visualize rain coming to California, and dug on it every time we get the team together and they do that. You guys, we've brought rain here when it's never been in the forecast. We just did it it just like a week or two ago. We did that, a whole Facebook campaign, and we're doing it again. And right now it's like it looks like it's going to rain. So people are like, okay, bring more rain, bring more rain. And one time we did it, there was so much rain, it actually scared people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, like you said, when two or more are brought together, right? Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm not um, not going to align with the drought vision, by the way, because that just makes it worse. So right. I'm envisioning a green, green and lush and lots of water here. So that's that's my vision, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> okay. In your book, you talk quite a bit about people on the other side, when somebody goes to the other side in frequency. And some people have bad experiences with bad entities, exorcisms, ghosts. Have you run into um, situations where you were able to transmute their fears or help them out of uh, conditions with beings from the other side? Okay, so let me explain this. First of all, it's almost like they're in a like a parallel universe, right? They're still alive. They're still there. My belief system, I don't believe in dark or evil or demonic or any stuff like that. So it's never been my experience. Never. Um, I don't. I don't believe in it. It's it, therefore it's not part of my experience. Now, other people believe in it. They will create it in their lives. They'll expre- create that experience. It doesn't make it wrong or right. I'm just not interested in it. <laughs> the only time I've ever had anybody, I had in the middle of the night. I had some spirit sit on my bed and wake me up. I thought it, my cat had jumped on the bed, but it wasn't. It was a, a man on the other side, and I went. He had just crossed over, and I went, no, 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 you can't do this. You cannot wake me up at 3 in the morning. That's not acceptable. You have to go away. And he goes, but, you know, he didn't know he had died, and he was kind of lost, and he was upset that his son wouldn't talk to him. And I went, well, you know, and he kept coming back to me, and I kept going, no, you cannot talk to me. And I, I, I sensed that he had just died, and he had lived on my street, but I had just moved into a house on that street, so I didn't know anybody on that street. It was a short cul-de-sac street. So I went for a walk one day. A few days later, I was walking down the street, and these people were, these movers were packing up this house and moving things out of the garage. And they went, yes, this older man just died and, you know, not long ago, and so we're helping clean out his house. And, they went, and I knew it was the man that came to talk to me, who I had to send him someplace else, you know, to go talk to people on the other side instead of bugging me. And get this, you guys. They said, yes, it was John Travolta's father. I went, oh, my gosh, no wonder he was upset that his son didn't talk to him because John's spiritual. 
out, it was John Travolta's father that came to talk to me. That's the only negative experience, and that wasn't even negative. It just bothered me that he woke me up. But he wasn't mean. He wasn't evil. He was just lost. Wow. That's that's amazing. John Travolta. Wow. Whoa. Well, oh, they, they, they used to... to a lot of places when you said that. <laughs> yeah, well, they used to, they used to live here. But yeah. so I don't tend to... Do you understand when I say I don't believe in dark or evil or anything or demonic? And other people do, and that's okay. That's their experience, just like some people like to go to horror movies or war movies or dramas. I like romantic comedies, yeah. or I like metaphysical things. Those right. are the movies I go to, so those, those are my experiences. So for the work that you do there in Santa do you have a, a, a business where people come and have sessions with you? Do you do sessions over the telephone? If, yes. if people are listening to our show now and want to contact you to have a session, are you able to do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, guy, I see six to eight people a day. I have my own radio show. I do these radio shows. I have clients all over the world, so yes. And I have a website, and I've got my books, and I've got e-courses, and I'm doing a workshop in May about all of this. I am doing a workshop here in Santa Barbara, a two-day intensive workshop helping people experience Everything I just talked about, parallel universes, telepathy, psychic, seeing auras, using, creating um, matter out of energy. I'm, I'm doing a course on that. So on, on your radio shows, do people call in and do you give like many readings to them? Uh-huh. I can do that. Sometimes I do many readings and other times I have guests on, like what you guys do. Okay, okay. So would you be willing to, um, to open up the switchboard and, and talk to some of our star seeds that may have questions for you sure sure i don't know how long your show is i just was told call your show so i'm on your show i don't know how long your show goes so i want to turn the the um the show over to ariel because she has the switchboard and i want to thank you so much for being our guest tonight and i will talk to you later and so back to you ariel thank you okay well um to answer your question um we have a maximum of going to let's say well, 9 o'clock Eastern Time. We're a little, little under an hour that we have available. And um, I will open up the switchboard to um, the callers that may have questions or more, you know, even just comments. And if you are already on the switchboard, you'll need to press 1 so that we know you want to come on the air. And if you're listening on the computer, then you'll need to dial... and then press 1 when you're prompted so that we know you want to come on the air. So um, while we are waiting for um, that to happen, I want to ask you, um, because I'm I'm thinking about the people that we work with and starseeds that are awakening the most common question, and maybe you will have a technique or uh, something that would be helpful for them, they wake up, they know that they came here for a purpose, for a reason, and they are driven that this is really important, and they can't remember. They want to know what their mission is. Now, when we do their astrological charts, we can um, tell from through Lavendar's discovery of the star markings, what their tools are, uh, like diplomas that they, they have already earned in either past lives or other existences and other dimensions. So you come with a toolbox 
And that's what we can tell people, that this is what you came with. But they still don't know, well, then how do I use that? What do I do with that? What, is, what would you tell a person who is searching themselves to understand more and more of the things that they've forgotten and the reason that they came here? Oh, I love that question, Ariel. Thank you. Well, first of all, I, number one, I always encourage people to be still and, and go inside and get really quiet and trust what they're hearing. Most people are afraid to hear it or they think they can't hear it. So that's number one. But um, just like you have a toolbox, the toolbox that I use or the tool that I offer people are the aura colors. Um, just like astrology or your star, um, star mark that I believe, honestly, Ariel, that before we came here, we had an agenda, we had a plan of what we wanted to experience here or do or accomplish, the theme that we've chosen. And we've left a lot of breadcrumbs behind just in case we got here and forgot. So we've got astrology, numerology, palmistry, iridology, the aura colors, um, and then your system. So there's a lot of them. So the aura colors for me is a really good tool. So I see 14 different aura colors and each one of them have a different life purpose. Um, and I already explained, like, violets are here to help shift the consciousness. Blues are here to teach love, to give love, to experience love. <clears throat> and this is a blue planet, so the whole planet, the whole thing is about love here. Yellows are here to bring joy to the planet, to help people have fun, and they're healers. So they either came here to bring joy or to help um, the earth heal or animals heal or people heal. Tans, it's all about logic and analytical. Greens, it's all about, you know, there's a whole different life purpose for each one of the aura color personalities. So people can go to my website or they can get my books and take the quiz. It's free. It's a free quiz. They can go take the quiz, find out what their aura colors are. And most people have two life colors. So they might be a yellow violet or a tan green or a red magenta. Um, it depends on their two combinations. So they can take the aura quiz. They can learn what the, that means about them, their life purpose, career direction, um, relationship direction. It's like it covers so many things, just like your system does. So it should – what I've heard from people is when they read about their colors, it actually validates deep inside what they have felt about themselves their whole lives. But most people get lost because they've been trained, well, that's not realistic or it doesn't fit in with society or you have to go get a regular job or you're a dreamer. So they've lost touch with it. But I've heard from people when they read about it, a lot of people cry going, oh, my gosh, this is me. This is what I always sensed about myself. And now I finally have not only permission to be who I am, but there's direction on how I can manifest it. Because each one of the different personalities has a different way that they manifest. Violets, anything they can visualize, they can manifest. Or there's different tools that help them stay empowered. It's different for a lavender. It's different for uh, a crystal. It's different for an indigo. They all have their own tools that work for them, that are specifically, that, that is their toolkit. Wow. So when you when you talk to people, um, it, it seemed to me like you you saw violet around lavender. I mean, you don't need to be in their physical presence. No, uh -uh. no, I can tell. I mean, all I need, like if you are, if we use you as an example, Ariella, are you up for that? Well, yeah. I and I, just yeah. before we do, though, um, I want to reiterate that if 
you want to talk to Pamela, you need to press 1 on your keypad, or if you're not already on the switchboard, dial the number 917-889-8292. Don't miss this opportunity to talk to Pamela. So while we're waiting for that, um, I'll go first. So, Ariel, all I need when somebody talks to me so I can get a visual. This is how I tune into you like a radio dial. Okay. What color hair and eyes do you have? Uh, blonde and blue. That's what I thought. You and I have the same art colors. I knew you were going to say blonde and blue because I, <laughs> I can feel a blue-yellow a mile away. You and I were both, both, yeah, right, both born blue-yellow life colors, but you've also added some violet around you. So blues? Blues are very intuitive. They're very heart-based. We're very much about helping people. We come from the heart. So blues are very intuitive. Blues, we can also be, now watch, blues cry at everything. Yellows laugh at everything. So blues are very loving. It's all about relationship, love, commitment, loyalty, spirituality. Okay, so that's your blue. Do you understand? Blues are very heartfelt. So you guys are, blues are very empathetic and kind and loving. Now, yellows. Yellows, and, and this works for you, okay, Ariel. First of all, yellows need variety. They don't want to just do one thing in their whole life. They want variety. They want to do some of this and this and this. Yellows either do creative work, which you have in there, even if it's creative ideas, or they write books or, you know, they, they whatever, or they do healing work. Yellows are natural healers. Or they do physical work like they're yoga instructors or they need to be out in nature. Yellows need to connect with nature or dogs or animals or, you know, they're much more tactile, they're more touchy-feely, touch-feel. But, and yellows are really nice people, Ariel, but, um, or Ariel, yellows don't like being told what to do. we got a little stubborn streak to us, and you have that. You know that, right? <laughs> you got that little strong will in there that's Every, like, okay, everybody knows. do the right yeah. <laughs> that's like that's one of the first things I could feel about you besides your beautiful heart. Yellows are a little bit more stubborn, so that's made you a little bit stronger. Okay, plus then you've added violet in your aura, and violets want to reach the masses. Violets come from the third eye chakra. So the funny thing about violets, though, and you have this going on, okay, Ariel, not com- completely, but a little bit. It's like violets want to do big projects, but you guys either don't know how to get there or you don't know what they all are because violets, you see how fast I'm talking? That's because you guys both have violet in your aura. Violets go, 150, I get these big visions, these big dreams, these big things. How do I get there? And it's almost like I can't get enough done in one lifetime. Or you want to do multiple projects, but you know you have to do something big. Violets usually want to go travel. They want to do big projects. They, they get very, you know, focused on I need to do something important. And then blue-yellows are like, yeah, but I want to have fun. I want to have my freedom. I don't want to have to work that hard. I want to be able to be with loved ones and my friends and my and violets are like, no, you need to do these big projects. What are you doing? And do you understand where yellows, if they had their way, wouldn't be working at all unless it was fun? Violets have this drive that they have to do big projects. So again, violets are drawn to either the media or they're drawn to teaching or psychology because you guys have important messages to give across, or you're drawn to causes and and travel and internet. You understand that? Absolutely. Do you see all three of those with you? It's so I sure do. You know. <clears throat> It's what's well, kind of like clothing. Um, sometimes it's more appropriate to focus on on the violet, and other times you need to focus on the yellow when you you know when you need to stand That's your it. ground or get someone to lighten up. And and the blue is always constant. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, so I mean, you understand. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely understand. So, and and certainly so we just, all have many shades uh, yeah. uh, that we that we exhibit from time to time, but the basic things are are there 
That's right. And and I can show you you're the opposite of a tan. I can show you a tan and show you it's like, well, isn't everybody like this? Or like a lavender, I can tell you that. But like tans, you're not a tan. And when you have to do tan stuff, you get frustrated. Tans, and we need tans. We need all of these aura color personalities on the planet, okay? But tans mm-hmm. are very logical, practical, analytical. They like secure, stable paycheck jobs. They tend to be engineers or bookkeepers or computer programmers. They want to do the details. Do you understand how you're not that? Oh, yeah. (laughs) So it's not like, well, you describe something that somebody, everybody wants. And I go, no, they don't. Tans, a lot of tans don't even believe in this stuff. Um, a lot of tans are like, wait, is there scientific proof? So a lot of your listeners probably are married to tans or they've got tan boyfriends or, or husband, you know, or um, kids or whatever, where tans are much more in their heads, much more cautious. They tend to keep their information to themselves, where blue, yellows, and violets are usually much more expressive. <laughs> oh, that, that makes perfect sense. And I'm sure everyone is now, like I am, thinking, okay, yeah, I, I know someone who's definitely very, you know, very tan or very violet or, or it. Mm-hmm. it, it starts to have application and we're starting to get the the callers that are coming on now so um you just if there's anything else you wanted to add um you know complete well, that I just want people to know this isn't me limiting them or putting them in a box and categorize them and this is giving people permission to be who they really are and validating them so they can live their true mission here and it helps us with our relationships instead of running around going, you know, because I can see you, Violet, sometimes Ariel can get frustrated with people's stupidity or their slowness. It's like, come on, I'm coming, can't see this, right? Um, yeah. So, so when we finally go, oh, that person's a lavender. Oh, I see what's important to them and what they're, then we're not running around going, why can't you think more like me? Why don't you do it this way? We can go, okay, I get it. I see who you are. It helps us with our relationships too. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, the same um thing can be said with astrology when you see someone's chart you totally yeah. understand they're being who they are and you yeah. can't you can't ask you know a leopard to change his spots um and it really does help to to have a lot more uh, tolerance and understanding of other people right. when you understand right. what what makes them tick and That's why we've, we've got a lot of tools to, to help people remember who they are. So whichever one resonates with people, this is just another tool. And it's fun because people can remember their colors. They don't always remember their, you know, the planet. Their, um, yeah, whatever. Right. Yeah, it's like, right. but, and most people remember their sun sign and their moon and their rising. But, you know, if you start saying, well, what, where's your fifth house? I go, I don't know. <laughs> right, right, right. So um, we have... Um, Right now, two people that we're going to be talking to. And um, first, I, we're going to talk to Dana. And just let me get the mic open here. Hi, Dana. You are on the air with Pamela. Hi, Ariel. Hello. Hi, Pamela. Hi, guys. Lavender, everybody. You just, Pam, I'm so excited. I was recently, like the last two days, going online trying to find information about auras. So, I'm so excited. What do you want to know about me that I can oh, tell you and you can tell me? Don't you, don't you love the synchronicity? See, when you really ask Oh, my gosh. Up, yes. So, Dana, what, yes. Color hair and, what color hair and eyes do you have in natural or if you change it at all? What color hair and eyes? Um, my hair is naturally light brown. I have um, a red streak down the middle, and my eyes are medium brown. Medium brown. Okay. So, Dana, first of all, you are so interesting because here's the deal. You've got that spunky, funny, sense of humor, don't tell me what to do, yellow, okay? 
Um, and yellows don't always know what they want to be when they grow up. But you've got a power to you, okay? You are, you've got some violet in your aura. And the thing I get about you, Dana, is not, it's like I feel like you know things. Violets are very intuitive. They're psychics. They're kind of old souls, okay? They know things. They just don't know why they know it. And you have that. But what I get with you is it's very common for you violets. Not everybody, people aren't listening to you. I feel like you've known things ever since you were young, and you haven't been able to fully find your tribe. It's like, yeah, my parents don't understand me. My, these people don't get me, and I feel like it's frustrating for you. Do you understand? You know things. You sense it, and you can't find people. But you're on your way now, Dana. I feel like you're mm-hmm. coming more in alignment, like you're validating who you are now. You're validating your own information. I still get that you'd like to meet some of your own tribe. or I, Part of you feels like you're on your path now, and the other part's still like searching for like, what do I do? with this where is it where all my you know where do i go with this how do i make a difference so this is what i'm going to tell you does that make sense to you absolutely okay so here's what i'm going to tell you you already have some answers inside violets are leaders they're teachers you guys don't need you don't always find other people that can teach you i'm fine with you learning some things but then you guys got to get out there and make a difference so one, I want to tell you that all these things you felt all this lifetime, even other spirits or whatever it is, trust that. I feel like you've been right, and some of it you've buried or forgotten, whatever, but trust what you sense. Then find information that can validate that for you or encourage you to go that way. And then at some point I'm hearing, and then you need to make a difference here. You're one of those souls mm-hmm. that came here to help, whether it's with animals or with you know the earth or with people or whatever. You're one of those. So if you listen inside then I feel like just like what you just did now, you wanted information on auras, and guess what just showed up? Right. Do you see how, does that make Mm -hmm. sense to you? Yes, it does. Yeah, you're on on your path, kiddo. You just need more information and to trust it and then to take action on it in the best way you can. And I know that not everybody's going to understand you because I feel like you were created, you were born into a world where you've learned to be okay with them, but they don't really get who you are. But that's okay. You don't need to change those people. You need to be find your way to the people that really could use your help and and kind mm-hmm. of go reach those people. You don't have to try and butt up against the wall. Thank you. Thank you. Does that make sense? Yes. It does. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're Can I you absolutely... Good heart, good, heart this... good intentions. Go for it. Can okay. I ask, um, Dana, is this our Dana from Arkansas? It is. It okay, is. I thought I, I thought I recognized your voice. And, well, well... Yeah. Pamela was telling you what she was telling you. I remember what Lavendar told you is that you already mm-hmm. know the answers. You're just looking for the questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Right, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, it's so and, good to hear your voice, Dana. And Dana, really you're quick, somebody, Dana, somebody tried to raise you to be a blue, so you might think you're a blue, all empathetic and trying to help other people on a on a you know, a quieter basis so you don't upset anybody. And I go, Sorry, mm-hmm. violets are kind of troublemakers. They speak the truth. So you find a balance with all that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's so true. <laughs> it is. Great. Yes, thank you so much. Thanks, thanks, for, so much thanks for calling, calling us in. <laughs> Big hug, okay. Dana. Bye-bye. Same back. Bye-bye. Well, that that's just great. Um, I, I knew that I recognized her voice. So um, next we are going to talk to Claudia, who is our switchboard producer, and uh, Claudia is a is a numerologist. And uh, hey, Claudia, I've got you on the air. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, hi, so, Claudia. Claudia, Pamela. Hi, Pamela. Hi, sweetie. What color hair and eyes do you have? 
Um, like a reddish brown with uh, light brown eyes. Okay. Oh, my gosh, I love your energy. You're, again, another spunk. Okay, remember how I said yellows? And, again, sense of humor. Yellows are full of energy. It's like you guys are like hummingbirds sometimes. I mean, you know, bumblebees, right? Lots of energy. <laughs> yellows are fun. they got a, a great um, sense of humor, great. And ye- you understand how yellows need variety? You, you yellows, oh, yeah. sometimes you can't sit still. They're such a, like, I feel like your mind just goes 100 miles an hour sometimes, kiddo. Okay. Oh yeah. So, and you've also got that violet, you know, that needs to reach the masses. Look at how you're bringing violet yellows in, Ariel. Okay. And you've got mm-hmm. a little bit of blue too. How funny is that? You tend to attract some of the same watercolors that you know you have. So, um, so anyway, I'm sorry. What's your first name again? The astrologer. Claudia. Claudia. Oh, Ariel. Ariel or Claudia? No, no Claudia. Claudia. Claudia is a numerologist. Yeah, I numerologist. Got I'm sorry, numerologist. So, Claudia, here's the deal. What's interesting about you is you have more energy than you have outlets right now. I feel like sometimes you wear yourself out giving, 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 and doing readings and all that bit, right? But when I tune into you, I go, I feel like you're wanting to do more. Like there's more, like there's a restlessness in you. It's like, what else can I stretch to? What else can I do? I mean, seriously, you understand that restlessness with you? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, again, I, I feel like I want to go, you know, you're a really good advice giver. You might okay. want to go to you as an advice giver and ask you the same question because you're really good at doing it for everybody else. Um, but I feel like you're ready to do more. And then it's almost like this lid on you, like, what do I do? Can I do more? How do I stretch it? And I go, it's so cute, Claudia. I want to go, Claudia, dream big. Go for it. Go shoot for the stars. I mean, sorry for that kind of pun, but <laughs> I know you do numerology, but... Like, think big. Violets a lot of times want to be on the media. They want to be on radio shows themselves. You know, they want to talk to the masses. So create bigger, and I don't care if it's a book, but you do have that energy that needs to, unless you've already written that book, um, you know, no. that needs to reach for the masses. But I keep feeling like you need to be on the, ma- on the media or, or, or do workshops and groups or more of those okay. or something, but you need to stretch even more. You've got more to offer. Okay. Does that make sense Agreed. to you? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, well, but the thing is, is get as close as you can to that. I mean, you don't have to be on, you know, Oprah's show. You don't have to be on national news if you don't want to, you know, but, but you've got more people to reach. I'm going to tell you, I feel like you've got this hidden little thing about acceptance from your past. Like some of the people from your past, that could be family or whatever, they don't get it or they don't align with it or they don't believe in it or, matter of fact, maybe they're opposed to it or something or at least they're not as supportive. That's holding you back a little bit because you okay. didn't get all the support that you, you know, that you wanted. Um, and so, one, support yourself. Two, know that you're one of the people that are here to shift the consciousness and to teach differently. And you know that, so you don't let it hold you back. But you may want to look for where you go, well, how am I going to do that? Because you violate, you have big visions, but then you don't always know how to accomplish it. And I always go, well, you know what? You violate your good advice givers. Give, give yourself some of your own advice. Be your own consultant and help you get okay. there. Just watch the fear that you have about, will I be humiliated? Can I really do it? Will I fail? Watch that getting in your way, okay? Okay, no worries. That's why I have Ariel and Lavender. <laughs> yeah, but does that make sense? You've got great energy, kiddo. You have a lot to offer. Just show up and do what you feel right doing and what, you, what resonates with you. Don't push. Just expand. Breathe bigger. Okay. Does that make sense? Awesome. Absolutely. Cool. Cool. Thank and you. Claudia, and you've already done some, some TV appearances and have more in the in the future coming up, don't you? Oh, absolutely. But I just feel, she's right, I feel like I need to 
you know, get out of, uh, you know, kind of Ontario and Canada and kind of go expand a little bit more? Exactly. Uh, watch, um, uh, Claudia, I'm going to say something funny to that yellow side in you, okay? Remember I said yellows? We're nice people, but we don't like being told what to do. we got a stubborn streak to us. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times if I tell a yellow what to do, they go, I know, I know, I know, and then they don't. They kind of procrastinate or they get stuck in some of their own stuff. So watch mm-hmm. what happens when I talk to the yellow side of you. Notice how you feel. And this is good, Ariel, for your other yellows to be listening to this too. So, Claudia, watch how you feel when I say this, Okay. Well, you mm-hmm. either dream big and go for it and experiment and, and, you know, the books and more media and travel and doing more workshops and really stepping out there, focusing on the people you can help. You either go for that or watch how this feels now, right? Or or don't. Just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> Do you see how that didn't feel good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So if you tell a yellow what to, what to do, they do the opposite. So as soon as I tell a yellow, no, well, forget it. Just stay stuck. You know, keep doing what you're doing for the rest of your lives. They go, no, I don't want to do that. No, then Pamela, start, then I'm not going to do that. <laughs> then they start moving. Then they start coming up with ideas. And, okay, wait, I don't want to stay stuck. So what else can I do? Yeah, I, I mean, if someone says I can't do something, I just prove them wrong. <laughs> that's right. See, that's that yellow. That's why I talk to you that way. <laughs> That's awesome. That is so cool. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. Uh, thanks, thanks, Claudia, for, for calling in and letting me talk to you straight out like that. No problem, Ben. Well, that was awesome. You rock. <laughs> Thank you. That's that's great. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put Claudia back to work on the switchboard and if anyone <laughs> thank, <you. laughs> um, um, thank you so much, Claudia. And um if anyone else Okay. Ariel, if anybody wants to go to my website, um, I have a brand new one coming out any day now. It was supposed to be out today, but it might be delayed till tomorrow. It's auracolors.com, A-U-R-A, colors.com. Uh-huh. Um, my, my other site is Life Colors City, but that's the one that's going to be changed into auracolors.com. They can take the free quiz. They can get all kinds of information about their aura colors and then some. You know, I went to, I went to your website and I came upon that and – and I went through and answered all the questions, and, and just when I hit okay, you know, submit or whatever, my browser crashed. And it's like, oh man, uh, <laughs> I'm to go back and do it over again. So uh, I really appreciate your your um, uh, contribution in um, talking about the aura colors. And if we have any other callers that want to talk to Pamela, uh, you need to press one on your keypad so that we know that you want to. And um, Right now, we don't have anyone else waiting. So, okay. is there anything well, else that you, want to, that you want to talk about? No, I mean we can we can get off the phone too. I mean, I know you've got your own show to do, and you can talk to people and inspire them because you're good at what you do too. So, I I we don't have to stay on the phone, but I do want people to know, or on the air. I'm sorry, um, I do want people to know they have value, that they are special, that whatever they, the reason they came here was not a punishment. I can hear a lot of people out there going, what did I think of? What was I thinking coming to this planet? It's hard here. It's, you know, I'm struggling. I'm lost. It's like, no, yeah, I trust your soul knew what it was doing. Okay. And there's more fun ahead for you. There's more contribution you can make. There's more love you can share. There's your gifts you can give to people. I don't care if you're creating cards or helping animals. It's like you do have a contribution and you have value. And I appreciate you all being on the planet because it wouldn't be that much fun without you here. (laughs) Be like, oh, guy, really? 
and I'd have to be out here doing it by myself. That's no fun. Oh, well, strength in numbers, especially, <laughs> yeah. you know, when people are aligned and in agreement with each other, like like what you do with, with uh, your Facebook page of the rain in California. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it's just the proof in the pudding. Yep, yep. It's you know what? We're in interesting times right now. There's a lot of transformation going on right now and I had uh um I'm trying to think of Bruce's last name, Doug on it, um is uh anyway, he's talking about the transformation here and he said, you know, it's like when the caterpillar is ready to turn into the butterfly, the caterpillar actually starts falling apart. The legs start falling off, so it goes into the cocoon. It uses imaginal cells. Those are the cells that it uses to transform into the butterfly. But the legs start falling off. You notice a caterpillar has more um, doesn't has more legs than a butterfly, right? So mm-hmm. it actually parts of it actually start dying off, falling apart. Well, that's what's happening on our planet right now. And and Bruce said, you know, I'm no longer interested in helping the caterpillar survive. I'm interested in helping the butterfly emerge. And that's what we're doing. We don't need to hold on to the old systems, the old educational programs, the systems, the old health systems, the old government systems. All of that stuff is falling apart so that new, more conscious, more aware, more spirit-based, more loved-based, more community-based, more you know, global-based systems can emerge so that we can have basically heaven on earth so we can have fun here and you know if people still want to learn we're still going to learn but we don't have to do it through suffering or pain we can do it through oh that's cool how'd you do that i want to do it that way we can test our wings here so to have people not be afraid or that everything's falling apart and it's doom and gloom and terrorism and the economy falling apart it's like no that's so the new birth can come in so it's really okay and we're all here together and you chose to come here at this time for a reason, and see if you can be optimistic and hopeful about it. And people like Ariel are here to help us, you know, have have good news here, not scary stuff. Well, you have to you have to stay focused on what you want, and yes. and not you know the other way around. Yes. So, and um, well, just as I was about to wrap it up, we have another caller with a question. So can we take one more? Sure. Sure. Okay, great. As soon as as soon as they are um, done talking to Claudia, um, we'll bring them on the air. Okay. But I'm I just, assuming you want to stay on and talk to people too, Ariel. Just because I have a meeting to go to doesn't mean you can't stay. <laughs> oh well, you know this. You are the the headliner. So when 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 you're done, <laughs> we're oh, done. Okay. Yeah. So well, I'll never be done, but it's okay. <laughs> well, for this particular space in time in this radio show. There you go. Uh, we are going to talk to um, Lisa here in just a second. Let me get your microphone open. Hi, Lisa. You are on the air with Pamela. Thank you, Ariel. Hi, Pamela. Hello, Lisa. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I've heard that about you. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that you heard. <laughs> I've heard that you're a good person. Oh, thank you. I try to be. Lisa, where are you calling from? I'm calling from Toronto. I had trouble getting through. There's something wrong with the lines. I I tried about three, four times. And you persevered. Yes. Good. Well, you're here now. I'm usually not home on a Tuesday, so I'm home today. Yay. And see, I think technology is just getting blown out like crazy right now, especially when you get this kind of energy on the air. It's going to blow the technology out. (laughs) 
Oh, well. Uh-huh. So, Lisa, what color hair and eyes do you have? Uh, dark blue and blonde hair. Okay, blonde. Any little bits of gray in there yet? or? Well, it's covered with blonde dye. <laughs> okay, but I like it. I can tell who you really are. It's okay. I just know you're a real person. So, um, okay. uh, I'm, I'm Lisa, right? Yes. Lisa, you are such a love. You know, you have a natural teacher's energy to you. You've got a lot of blue in your aura. And blues, um, we're very deep. We're very intuitive. I feel like you've learned how to be very responsible. So you've added some tan in your aura. Tans are very much like, okay, be responsible, pay the bills, you know, do a good job, be responsible. But, Lisa, honestly, I'm getting you were born blue and yellow. And look at this, Ariel. She's added some violet in her aura, too. Okay, so do you understand how blues are, t- are natural teachers and counselors? They always hear an, uh, everybody's problems, taking care of them, yep. making sure the home's okay, making sure everything's okay, right? You know that? Yeah. But your yellow, your yellow hasn't had as much fun. You haven't had as much freedom. And what I hear, Lisa, is it's, you know it's time now, right, to go to the next level. Um, Absolutely. And, and I feel like you've stepped into that a while ago now. That violet is getting more powerful. You want to make a bigger difference. I feel like I want to say you're, you're done being a servant or taking care of everybody else's needs, and now it's time to really get on top and do the things that you believe in, that you're passionate about. And, again, that could be, you know, I know you're a natural like counselor and teacher, but it could be writing, it could be traveling, it could be being part of this transformational experience. But I really know that you know it's time to step up because I feel like you've already started entering into that phase, being more yes. powerful, more independent, more like I want to say you're not taking the guff anymore. You know, you're not going to be wiping people's noses anymore. <laughs> Energetically, you know what I mean by that, right? Yes, you're so right. Everybody comes to me with their problems. I can hear that. Well, that's a blue. People turn to blue with their problems, and you've been a very loving, grounded, stable, and I go, okay, let's go next next level now. Let's reach higher. Let's get – it's time for you to do the things on a higher level that you believe in. Wow. So you're getting confirmation on that, right? You know that okay. anyway. I'm just telling you, you're absolutely right on it. Remember I told you, blues are very psychic. They're very intuitive. You've just yeah. gone into your head a little bit more to be practical and survive here. But I go, so your head can serve you as long as what you're coming from now is from your soul. Okay? I, I want your head to be the, the, the employee now, not the boss. I understand because I always followed my head more soul before. Yeah. Okay. But you've I, learned how to do that to survive and be a responsible, practical person. But you've got great energy. You've got great compassion. You've got great depth. And, Lisa, honestly, you have great intuitive wisdom in there. I feel like we just need to tap into it more and let it start coming out, and you just need to trust it. I feel like a part of you gets a little bit too perfectionist on yourself or you want to do it right, and I don't want you over-editing yourself, okay? Oh, my God, you're so right. I feel like I'm just doing things over and over again to get them perfect. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and I understand that because you've been trained that you got to do it right. And I go, okay, but now it's time to let the eagle out of the cage and let you just come from your heart and soul and just pour it out. And then don't edit. It's like let the real you, the real soul of you, start exploring. And it's, you don't have to be perfect all at once. It's time for you to explore and stretch. And you know what? You're a perfect example of that butterfly coming out of the cocoon let your wings come out, but I'm going to say you remind me more of like a, a, more of an eagle or a crane, a big bird, not a little butterfly. You're more powerful than that. You're more grounded than that. You're more amazing than that. So do you understand? Let your wings spread. So explore, 
learn. Thank you. But don't over edit. Okay. I'm going to take your advice. Thank you so but much, Pamela. Does it resonate? Does it feel right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I'm ready now. Yeah, you are. You're past ready, kiddo. The egg's done here, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think from past conditioning, you know, we, we kind of hesitate. Yep. But I, I'm done with that. Yeah, and it's fine. And you know what? Here, Lisa, we need you now. You, you've been very Thank reliable, you. very stable. We need you to add to the voice now to come out here. You see, you're going to make me cry. Do you see blues are emotional? Mm-hmm. It's like we need you to step out here now and be brave enough and be courageous enough to be one of the pack that comes out here so that everybody else gets to also live their truth and their dreams, and they don't have wow. to be depressed anymore either. So the funny wow, thing about you, Blues, is Blues will do things for other people, but they won't always take care of themselves. They always put themselves last. So what I have to say to a Blue is, look, you're helping other people by doing this. If you lead the way, because that violet's in your aura now, if you lead the way and step out and be brave, you're opening up the door for other people to live their dreams and their authentic souls, too. That's amazing. Thank you, Pamela. Okay. Well, I needed to resonates. hear that to just yeah. go with more power, you know? Yeah, that's why you got through. Do you see all that technical stuff that was getting in your yes. way? That's very symbolic, by the way, because tan is very technical, detail, practical. Yeah, I don't give up. Bills. Yeah, yeah, but I do you see up. how? Do you see how that tan stuff symbolically is holding you back? And I go, okay, but look, you stayed persistent and you got through. You broke through the eggshell. You broke through the cocoon. Come on out. Wow. Amazing stuff. I'm going to check your website. Thank you, kiddo. And notice notice if you start resonating with some of that violet now, okay? Okay. And notice how much of that tan you've been doing, logical tan, yeah. sensitive tan, um, okay? Okay, Pamela. <laughs> Thank hey. you so much. <laughs> Thanks for calling. And let that yellow come out a little bit more, okay? That creative I'm, sense of humor, that playful side of you, that will help yep. you not be such a perfectionist because you have it stuffed in there. That creative, playful, sense of humor part of you is in there. Wow. Okay. Okay? Thank you. Enjoy it. Thanks for calling, Lisa. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. Well, uh, Pamela, we've suddenly had more people showing up, and I have to say that we really only have time for maybe two more, and I'll take the the first two um, in line. And um, first, we're going to talk to Louise. Get the mic open here. Hi, Louise. You're on there. Hi, Ariel. Hi there. Hi. Oh, uh, well, I, I was just wanted to call in and say thank you for the reminder of Parallel Universe. Um, I really needed to hear that, remind that, be reminded of that today. Yay! Um, I love that you know about them. That's exciting to me. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I just remember need to, uh, the reminder needs to be to apply it. So, there you go. That's what I was going to say. Now we just need to use them more, right? Right, right, right. So That's right. So you're going to get Pamela's book, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no pressure. Blues are not salespeople, but you might find it interesting, Louise, although you probably know a lot of it that's in there. It still might be interesting as as, as reinforcement or reminder. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So what uh, color hair know. and eyes do you Louise, what color hair and eyes do you have? Brown hair and hazel eyes. When you say brown, is that light, medium, or dark? Uh, I guess medium. Medium? Any little bits of gray hidden in there? Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> and medium. And then when you say hazel, is that green-brown to you or green-blue? 
Green Brown. That's what I thought. I'm going to make sure I was getting the right stuff there, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, Louise, and this is not just because of your voice, okay? So I'm going to say this. You do have to, okay, look at your bringing in. Ariel, I see 14 different aura colors, and you're bringing in the same aura colors, okay? Um, wow. Louise, you do have some violet in your aura, but this is what I'm going to say to you. I feel like, and I, this is not just from your voice, it's what I'm tuning into. You know things, you're wise, but you feel tired to me. Okay, mm-hmm. almost like it's been a long road of long battle. You've been holding things together, trying to, you know, hold things, fix this, survive this, handle this, handle this, handle this. And I go, I'm tired. I'm mm-hmm. tired. You know, and, and the thing is, is Louise, the real you doesn't feel that old to me. I don't care if you're in your 60s or 50s or whatever. You don't feel that old. I just feel like it's been a long journey. Okay. So yeah. I want to say it's okay for you to have quiet time, but i got to tell you, I still get a lot of wisdom in your soul, kiddo. I still mm-hmm. get that you know things, say things, and if you can give yourself time to just kind of, I don't want to say pamper yourself. I'm going to say honor yourself and let yourself have some quiet time. Some of the past things you've gone through, kiddo, I'm. it's like, wow, it makes me tired to see what you've put up with, okay? What you've had to, what you've had to do, you're so cute. You go well. A lot of people, and I go, no, no, no. You've had a, you've had a rough time. Okay, it's mm-hmm. exhausting. But if you can let yourself find the balance, because you're another one of those souls that to survive, you don't like being told what to do. Because I feel like you've had to handle a lot of it by yourself. Even mm-hmm. if you've had a partner, I still feel like you've handled a lot of it by yourself. Um, so if you allow yourself to do it your way in your own time, but let yourself have some quiet time, some peaceful time. I feel like, oh, I see part of the problem, Louise. It's like I feel like when that wisdom emerges with you, I feel like I'm in a box or a cage and like, well, what do I do with it? Where do I go with it? That practical side of you that's almost been boxed in. Like, where do I go? What do I do? How can I have freedom? How can I really make a difference? How could I write this book or how could I get this? And it's still in you. You're an amazing, wise soul. But do you understand? It's tiring for an eagle to live in a box or a a mountain lion to live in a cage. Do you know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. like that practical side of you. But you still have, if nothing else, please honor yourself and give yourself credit for what you've got. And then if that side of you that wants to go travel or adventure or do you understand that balance of taking time, quiet time, just to relax. And another time that I say, please find things that you like to do, not Mm -hmm. just the survival things anymore. That's at least, guy, at least you've done well. Mm. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, it does. I, I, I am feeling, have been feeling particularly depleted. I have had a cold, which I never get sick. Um, yeah, yeah, that's until why I said you just you go and yeah. go and go and go, and you've done a good job. I just and I know like my I purpose, you, have... you know, is, is being met with people when I'm working with people, but... yeah. Yeah, well, you're tired, kiddo. You've you've given to every, you've done and done and done and done and done, and you haven't really, and you're not a stupid person. You just have burned yourself out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Matter of fact, you're a wise person. That's why mm. I go. Come on, you're wise enough to know not to burn yourself out. You go. Well, I don't usually do that, and I go. Actually, you pushed for a long time, kiddo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And and if you find balance, I feel like some more of that gift is going to come out of you. Can I ask you a question? Do, have you written a book or have you ever thought about doing that? Or um, I have not. Well, Lavender has suggested that to me. But uh, I have see, not. you're getting it from all sides. But see, when you're tired, you don't have the energy to do it. If mm. you If you just let yourself relax and not pressure yourself, some of those words of wisdom may come out. But I feel like you're just too hard on yourself sometimes. 
Hmm. Okay, just let it emerge. You don't have to do anything with it. It might come out just in paragraphs or phrases or, you know. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yes, thank you. Okay. Okay, Louise, thank you. All right, y'all, hold on one second, okay? Don't go away. I've got an emergency call on the other line. I'll be right back. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so, um, Louise, um, are you... Are you the Louise that's coming to Arkansas? I am. I thought so. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, that was an emergency. You are going to get some pampering there and meet people that will uplift you, and it'll be. It, we're just looking forward to it so much. <clears throat> so um, we're going to be seeing Louise in a, in a few weeks on our Crystal Quest to Arkansas. We just have to make sure Louise knows how to receive. She's okay. Self. Yeah, we got your Our number survivor. now, girl. <laughs> she needs to know. She needs to feel safe receiving, or not feel bad that she's receiving, because she's so used to being competent. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, Louise, we'll see you in a couple of weeks, and I want to thank you for calling in this evening. Okay. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. So um, we're going to take just one more, and then um, we'll be having to wrap it up because we're just about out of time. So um, where did you go? Oh, there you are. Now we're going to talk to (laughs) Lynn. As soon as the mic opens, there you go. Hi, Lynn. Hello. Hi, Lynn. Thank you so much. I'm delighted to speak with you. I appreciate you greatly. Thank you. Thank you, Lynn. That's sweet. What color? What color hair and eyes do you have? Or, and or do you have a question? Well, let me get your hair and eyes first, so I can tune into you. Okay. Okay. I have blue eyes, and my hair is naturally medium brown, but it's got a reddish brown um, dye on it at the moment. That's what I usually mm-hmm. have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and my then you color. Me- is, sorry, my color, I believe, is violet blue. Yes. You're exactly right. Oh, my gosh, I love that you tested right. Yes. <laughs> right That's on. exactly what you are. Now, you've added a little bit of tan in your outer bands just, you know, to be practical and be responsible. But when I tuned in you, I went, oh, my gosh, I've got a blue-violet. Oh, my gosh. Okay. okay. That's great. So I'm glad. Did you take the test or did you just see a blue and a violet? Uh, no, I took your test, and I actually also have your Life Colors book, and that was a lifesaver to me to read the violet definition because at that point I felt like I was losing my mind because I felt driven with this massive task, you know. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate, I so appreciate your work. But oh, I feel thank stuck. You. But, it, but I feel stuck. I feel like I've got invisible walls that I keep on bumping into. Yeah. Um, you know, a blue-violet is somebody doing two lifetimes at once. A blue mm. starts out, like, helping everybody and being reliable and, and stable for everyone and, take, you know, putting everybody else first, helping everyone. And then when that violet kicks in, mm-hmm. um, Lynn, the, the blue doesn't always know what to do with that. It's like, well, am I going to be arrogant or, I, you know, and I, I don't feel like there's as many blocks around you as you think. What I'm hearing to say to you is you just need clarity and commitment to what you deep inside, because listen, you got two of the most psychic of all the aura colors, okay? And remember, you've added tan around you, and tans mm-hmm. will analyze. Mm-hmm. They'll get in their heads and analyze and think too much. So when I see you, I feel like you have your answers in there of who you really want to be and what you want to do. Some things, I feel multiple. That's a violet. Violets have multiple things they want to do and many mm-hmm. different people they want to help. So I want to say you're kind of getting in your own way by tripping over. So, you know, your own like, well, blah, 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 how and what is it? And, really, and I go, if you get really quiet and you go in there 
and remember I said the key word with you is clarity. Mm-hmm. If you just get really clear on what's the what's the first thing to do next or what's the next thing to do, not what's everything I could do. And then you act as your when you get clarity on well, you know what, this easy thing or this this simple wonderful thing to help people or this project right here would be a good thing to do. Wow, see mm-hmm. your blue just flared up. When I said this wonderful project to do Mm-hmm. You still have some of, and I love blues. I'm a blue too, okay? And so is Ariel. So we like blues, okay? But mm-hmm. I feel like that old training is getting in your way about being a blue, okay? Mm-hmm. Blues don't want to um, upset anyone or push buttons, and they want to be responsible, you know, and grounded and not feel arrogant or not feel bossy or not feel, but I feel like there's something in you. I don't feel like the outer circumstances can stop you as much as you think they can. I feel like it's your lack of clarity and then your lack of supporting yourself in doing it. Because when I hear you going, well, I don't really know what it is, but I have some ideas, but I don't know how to get there. Remember, you, Violets, are the best coaches on the planet. You're the best advice givers on the planet. So I'm going to give you a Violet tool, okay, Lynn? Okay. Thank you. I want you to hire you as a consultant. And I want you to imagine that it's your job. Once you get the clarity, first you've got to get clear on at least one thing you want to do, and then we'll go on to the second and third and fourth thing you want to do. And then make sure you have some fun too, okay, because the payoff has to be ultimately you get to go play and have fun and maybe travel or something, okay? Yes. But when you get clarity on one thing you can do that feels like it's not impossible mm-hmm. is to get clear on that and then hire Lynn as a consultant, as a life coach, as a career coach, to go, Lynn, I'm paying you right now to help me manifest this, help me get this job done. Because if somebody, if somebody hired you to help them get something done, Lynn, you're smart enough that you'd figure out how to do it. You're just not doing it for you. Mm, isn't that interesting? That's so profound. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, well, see, you, you know the difference between trauma and no big deal? Uh-huh. Trauma's when it's happening to you and no big deal is when it's happening to somebody else. And I don't mean mm-hmm. not lack of empathy. I mean we can see what other people need to do better than ourselves because we get our own emotional blocks in the way. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then we can't see over it. So that's why I said if you hire you, and I mean that literally, I want you to hire you to be a, a, a consultant. Mm-hmm. That this, mm-hmm. is my, this is my vision this is at least one thing I feel like is possible to do right now, and I want you to help me figure out how to do it. Okay? Now, one of the other things that's coming up to say to you, Lynn, is you need to go do something really fun like out in nature, go for a mm-hmm. walk, or go do something that brings you joy, mm-hmm. okay, that's playful, because then I feel like you're going to kind of get that serious tan energy out of your way. Okay. 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 Um, do you? St- I, I re- thank you. That's really helpful. I feel like a move is in- imminent. Do you have any sense around that? It feels like um, this is right what I'm hearing. I, mean, I feel like I feel like a move needs to happen, but I see you procrastinating. I feel mm-hmm. like that's another stuck place. Like you know, how, where, what? Do you understand? Tans get caught up in the details. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like you're. So this is how I'm going to help you do the move. Okay. Go travel mm-hmm. first. Go mm. go travel there first, especially when, you know, it's funny, blues want home. Violets don't always know where home is because they're mm. very global and international thinking. They're very masses, okay? Mm-hmm. So violets are not always sure where the best place to go is. So what I'm hearing is if you've got an idea of where you want to go, and I feel like it might have trees around it, okay, is mm-hmm. like, okay, um, go visit there. Go visit there. Spend some time there so it becomes more real for you. 
Then you come back and start doing the, the move, okay? You mm-hmm. uprooting from where you are right now, your energy gets too blue, and it's like overwhelming. It's like, oh, the packing and the moving, and am I picking the right place, and then should I go there? And I go, oh, kiddo, you're twisting yourself up. Yes. yes. Go there and spend mm-hmm. enough time that it feels like home for you, and then the move's going to be easier. And then let go of some of the old stuff that you've got. You don't need it anymore. New life. Right, right. Does that make sense? It does totally, and I, I I feel totally about consciousness, shifting consciousness that you talked about earlier. In fact, my website is The Consciousness Revolution, yeah, and I feel yeah. like that really is where my focus is. That's your violet. Hey, you know what, Lynn? You may need to come to my workshop. Did you go on my website yet and see my new um, Quantum Leap workshop? No, I didn't. No. Okay, I have a workshop, Quantum Leap. It's very powerful. It's going to be majorly transformational. If it resonates, come to it, okay? If it doesn't, you know, you've got your own projects to do. Mm-hmm. I will. I'll go on and have a look. Thank you so much, and thank you, Ariel, as well. I really appreciate uh, everything that you do. Thank you. You are thank so you. welcome. And thank Bye, you. Bye, Lynn. Too. Go have an adventure. It's just a series of adventures. Go for it. Okay, thank you. Go spend Bye-bye. time there. Go spend time there. It's going to help you move it. Okay, great. Thanks very much, Pamela. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye, Lynn. Bye-bye. Well, we are out of time, boys and girls, and I just can't tell you how much we appreciate um, your generosity and your wisdom and knowledge, Pamela, sharing it with our audience, giving of yourself. You've just really brought a lot of light to the show, and we're very grateful. Thank Um, you, Ariel. Yeah, I hope it was fun. (laughs) Oh, it was it was fun too, um, Lavender. We're going to be signing off. So, did you want to um, interject anything before I do? Yes, I, <clears throat> Pamela. I'd like to have you on again uh, in a few months from now. I know that you'll have some new things to tell us, and we really would love for you to come and talk to our Starseed uh, audience. Also, I'd like to say that I would like to personally call you tomorrow because I have something I really want to share with you. So, um, I'm going to send you an email. Okay. Uh, so that we can get together and talk tomorrow, okay? Okay, great. Yes, yes, yes. Know that I have clients all day long, so if you send me an email, um, we'll, we'll find a, a good time where you can reach me. Okay, okay, thanks. Thank you so much. I feel very flattered by that, Lavender. I appreciate that. Okay, I've got a, I've got a purple and blue story I need to tell you. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, once again, um, your website today is Life Colors city.com but it's going to be changing to aura aura colors aura Aura colors a-u-r-a colors colors. and they can go there right now the quiz is on there it's just not the full there's going to be a huge website launching any minute now okay well i will look forward to seeing that myself and your new book is available not only there but probably everywhere yep Mm -hmm. in every dimension In every dimension, uh, coming to a dimension near you. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Infinite you, a journey to your greater self and beyond. So, Pamela, thank you so much for being with us this evening. Big hugs to you, sweetie. Thank you, and thanks for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. It was our pleasure. Okay, bye. Thank you. From all of us here at Starseed Radio Academy, thanks for joining us, and live in grace. Bye-bye, everybody. You've been listening to Starseed Radio Academy. Visit our website at www.starseedhotline.com. 